tossing and turning all night like a salad, it's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. Alcohol can cause your nervous system to become dysregulated, which puts you in a state of constant stress. Then we feel compelled to drink to cope with the stress, restarting the cycle. In this episode, you will learn all about the nervous system and how it's impacted by your drinking. You'll learn how alcohol throws off the balance between the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems, the effects of binge drinking and chronic daily drinking, and how you can heal your nervous system and find true relaxation and peace in sobriety. So let's dig in.
Welcome back to the Sober Powered Podcast. I am your host, Jill, and today we're talking about the nervous system. And if we want to talk about the nervous system, then first we need to do a quick nervous system 101 so you understand all the terms. The autonomic nervous system is a part of the peripheral nervous system, which then provides input into the central nervous system. So the central nervous system interprets and processes this information, and then it sends back instructions to the peripheral nervous system on how the body should respond to this information. The central nervous system is made up of the brain and spinal cord. And the autonomic nervous system controls involuntary bodily functions like your heart rate, digestion, breathing, pupils, and sexual arousal. The autonomic nervous system is divided into two groups, the sympathetic nervous system, which stimulates or speeds up functions in the body, and the parasympathetic nervous system, which slows down functions in the body. And as I always say, heavy drinking changes the brain. Alcohol can cause changes in the structure of neurons, which then can cause difficulties with neurons communicating with each other. And if your neurons are struggling to communicate effectively, that can result in functional issues like problems with emotion regulation, impulse control, attention, and memory, all which just fuel more drinking and not realizing that you should probably stop drinking. A 2020 review looked at a total of 55 studies and found that anywhere from 16 to 73% of chronic heavy drinkers suffer from autonomic nervous system dysfunction. And the most important risk factor for this was total lifetime dose of ethanol, meaning how much alcohol you consume and how many years you've been drinking for. These studies found that abstinence led to a significant improvement in autonomic functioning. The body handles stress through the autonomic nervous system, which like I said, is made up of two parts. So the sympathetic nervous system, that's your fight or flight response that hypes you up, stimulates you. And the parasympathetic nervous system is your relaxation response. So that tells you the threat has passed, we're good, you can chill. The autonomic nervous system responds to stimuli in our environment and also our lifestyle choices like stress, bad sleep, your food choices, seeing someone that you love, or receiving good news. The issue is alcohol will activate the sympathetic nervous system and it puts us in a state of stress. So alcohol hypes us up and makes us feel energized and that causes stress on the body. A 2011 study published in Alcoholism Clinical and Experimental Research looked at how alcohol impacts sleep architecture. So when we sleep, the parasympathetic nervous system is dominant over the sympathetic nervous system. And this relationship is important because the sympathetic nervous system is responsible for stimulating you. So you want this to be reduced while you're sleeping so you're not all jacked up at night. This was a small study, so that's definitely a limitation, but they monitored 10 healthy male college students and they gave them different amounts of alcohol 100 minutes before going to bed. So this wasn't like a chronic heavy drinkers. These were just regular old healthy kids that they gave alcohol to 100 minutes before they went to bed. And they measured their heart rate variability over the next eight hours. 
So heart rate variability is the variation in time between beats, and it represents the balance between the sympathetic arm and the parasympathetic arm of your nervous system. If your heart rate variability is low and your beats are pretty consistent, then you may be in fight or flight mode. If your heart rate variability is high, then your parasympathetic nervous system is activated more often because you're going from a jacked up heart rate and then you're relaxing and you're staying relaxed and then you'll get stimulated again. So that's a lot of variability. And this is also good if you are athletic. If you have high heart rate variability, that's good for recovery after exercising. Studies have found that people who have more heart rate variability are also more resilient to stress. And you can measure your heart rate variability with a smartwatch or a heart monitor that is strapped to your chest if you're interested. But back to the study on sleep and alcohol. They gave the participants either zero grams of alcohol, half a gram per kilogram of body weight, or one gram per kilogram of body weight. So if you use me as an example, that would be about zero drinks, two drinks, and four drinks. They found that sleep after drinking was fine in the first half of the night, which I'm sure you have experienced yourself, but that drinking caused insomnia in the second half of the night. And if you want all the details on sleep recovery and sobriety up to two years, then check out episode 75 for all of that information. But in this study, they found that as the participants drank more alcohol, their heart rate variability decreased, which the researchers determined was due to sympathetic activity being decreased. It could also be that sympathetic activity was being increased, or both. And we know from previous episodes that alcohol increases our cortisol levels, so it increases stress in the body and prevents us from relaxing. And this was only after one night of drinking too. So chronic heavy drinkers will be suppressing their parasympathetic nervous system frequently over years and years. And this can lead to health consequences like insomnia and high blood pressure. And if you struggle with insomnia, then the additional insomnia you feel in early sobriety can make it really challenging to stay sober. Binge drinking is especially bad for your nervous system, which is defined as four to five standard drinks in under two hours, or that's four or five 5% beers or one bottle of 12% wine in under two hours. Chronic binge drinkers and heavy drinkers will have high nighttime sympathetic activity and high blood pressure in the morning. And this is partly why we have such bad sleep the second half of the night, because as the alcohol wears off, we get a sympathetic surge. So our nervous system gets all jacked up, we go into a state of stress, and it prevents us from going back to sleep. Studies have also found high levels of norepinephrine after evening binge drinking. Norepinephrine is also called noradrenaline, if that gives you a clue to what it does. And it functions as both a neurotransmitter and a hormone. So what it does is it increases blood pressure, heart rate, alertness, anxiety, and restlessness. So if one night of binge drinking jacks up your nervous system and your heart rate and makes you more anxious, then think of what happens when you repeat this process for years. So basically, all you have to know 
is that alcohol puts the body in a state of stress while we are sleeping. And that is why your sleep is trash the second half of the night. So it will activate the sympathetic arm of the nervous system, which hypes you up, puts you in fight or flight mode, and it will decrease the activity of the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps you relax. And over time, alcohol can damage the nerves, which can lead to alcoholic neuropathy. This condition takes time to develop, but one of the early signs is tingling or pain in the hands and feet. I was actually really afraid of developing this condition, and I went to the doctor for it in 2017 because I had pins and needles in my hands and forearms and my feet and lower legs. And they did a bunch of tests on me, including a nerve function test. And when everything came back fine, I took it as an okay that my drinking wasn't that bad. And even though I continued to drink for two more years, I'm very thankful that I did not do nerve damage. And if you are ever worried that your drinking has caused some kind of health issue, I urge you to go to the doctor as soon as possible and get yourself checked out because it's only going to get worse if you continue drinking or don't address the condition if you actually have one. So when we drink alcohol, it will initially increase the amount of vasodilators circulating in our blood like nitric oxide. So that widens the blood vessels. But remember, whatever effect we get from alcohol, the body is going to generate an opposite effect to try to maintain a balance. So because there is an increased amount of vasodilators circulating, the body will increase the activity of something called the RAAS system, which is a bunch of really long words that I don't think is important for me to try to pronounce right now. But that is a hormone system that helps maintain the balance of fluid and electrolytes in your body. And increasing the activity of the RAAS leads to sodium and water retention, which then increases blood volume and blood pressure, and this increases sympathetic activity. So it's the actual drinking that is causing this hyped up nervous system response. A dysregulated nervous system happens when the balance between the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system is thrown off. And this can be caused by a few different things like childhood trauma, chronic stress, and heavy drinking. Heavy drinking increases cortisol and it puts us in a state of stress. It increases sympathetic activity and it decreases parasympathetic activity, which is what allows you to relax. So if you're drinking frequently and doing this to yourself over and over and over, then your stress response is overactive. According to Psychology Today, some symptoms that you may experience from a dysregulated nervous system include sleep problems, emotion regulation issues, memory problems, dizziness, chronic headaches, and gastrointestinal problems. Hypervigilance is a common result of nervous system dysregulation because you become used to being on edge and stressed. Someone who is hypervigilant will be easily triggered, which then causes more stress and dysregulation. I've talked about my childhood in a few episodes, so if you haven't listened to my older ones, then please go scroll my catalog after this one and check out some other episodes. But I had chronic headaches from the time that I was 13 
until I was 22 and moved out and started drinking. I went to a neurologist. I had brain scans done. I got massages. I tried medication, but nothing helped my daily headaches. And after a while, I just learned to live with them. But looking back, I see this was most likely from a dysregulated nervous system because I had a bad relationship with my dad and we lived together. I was angry all the time, so angry. And when I was 22, I learned that drinking fixed these problems and the headaches magically disappeared. If you're trying to quit drinking and improve your life, but your home life is really toxic, then it's going to be a lot harder for you. It's not impossible, but it's really hard to heal in conditions like that. So if that is your situation and you are trying your hardest, I'm sending you love and I hope that you can find some type of support to improve your situation. If you're struggling with a dysregulated nervous system, then just know that things can get better. You don't have to live in this flustered, hyped up, anxious, restless state. Our nervous system is like a muscle. And after years of trauma, heavy drinking, unmanaged anxiety or depression, and not coping effectively, it can cause the sympathetic muscle to get really strong. And because the sympathetic nervous system is overactive, the parasympathetic gets weak. This wasn't the way that you were born though. And just like your sympathetic system got overly strong, it can be relaxed back to normal with time and practice. You can strengthen your parasympathetic nervous system and learn to self-regulate. The first thing that's going to help you do that is obviously getting alcohol out of your life. If you're creating extra stress from drinking alcohol, then you will never be able to get out of this dysregulated state. Mindfulness and meditation actually turns on the parasympathetic nervous system. And maybe you think both of those are totally dumb. I definitely did too, but it's worth a shot, isn't it? And something that I've learned on this journey is to stop prejudging things. We judge things without even giving them a chance and decide that they're not for us. And this creates big blocks where you can't even consider other perspectives and you're stuck in a toxic, closed-minded state of thinking. Meditation is hard and I do not meditate unless I'm having trouble sleeping, so maybe I need to work on that. But mindfulness has been very helpful, so start there. The first step towards being more mindful is working on awareness. And this means that you are paying attention to how you're feeling and what you're thinking, and you're trying to be non-judgmental about it. The goal is to be non-reactive to an emotion or thought and to just accept how we feel for what it is. Mindfulness is linked to enhanced cognitive control capabilities, less substance use, and the ability to disengage your attention from triggers or cues and recover correct nervous system functioning, aka to chill out, relax, and move on. And remember in episode 128 and my episode about ADHD, our attention gets stuck on alcohol cues and we have a lot of trouble disengaging and moving on. Mindfulness can help you recover from a trigger and redirect your thoughts towards something else. So overall, if you are struggling with a dysregulated nervous system and a hyped up stress response, just know that this is not how you have to stay forever. 
the first step is not drinking. If you enjoyed this episode or any of my other episodes, it would be such a big help if you could share this with somebody and get the message out there for me. I can tell people all day long that my episodes will help them, but when it comes from a complete stranger like you, it has a bigger impact. So I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you supporting the show. And I will talk to you next week. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.